We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Two, one, we are live. What's good, everybody? You know, back for. Another episode of MDH TV. We got one of y'all favorite guests here with us. The one and only Hoffman. You know, for the ones who don't know you, go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. So, uh, my name is Hoffman David Madzu. Currently right now a freshman at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Um, been rocking with Tommy and Andre since freshman year of high school. Out of high school and till till now, you know, uh, two great guys doing big things with big dreams, and I'm hoping to be around to see it all the way. And you know, hey, let's have some fun, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, how y'all been? I've been great, man. Um, the only thing that I can say that was kind of bad on my end was ending the One Punch Man challenge, but it 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 feels like. Like I tried it again on Sunday and I ran five miles on Sunday and it felt like I could do it again. And I was just like, oh, okay, I still got it. I'm not too worried about that. And school has been great, bro. First semester finished, the second semester just starting and I've been doing my best to keep straight A's because that's what I'm aiming for this whole semester. Like I'm, I'm ending it. And, you know, I texted Tommy that, you know, when I come back again, we're going to talk about two things um one will be the inclusion of red pill which we kind of touched upon last uh video that we had and then second it's kind of new i don't think i t tell, told tommy about this but um i think there's a lot of posers coming up and i think tommy you might see that trend lately too well posers with what entrepreneurship hmm. okay we also you guys there's one thing that. I want to talk about, yeah. with you, which is these fifis, these females. Cause you, oh yeah, you be going crazy on them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's the red pill, bro. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Um, it's, and it's gonna hurt some films. Hmm? What courses are you taking this semester? So this semester I have economics one hundred two, um, okay. information system one hundred one, anthropology one hundred two, which that is kind of my favorite class simply because we don't talk about politics. We're actually sticking with genetics mm -hmm. and think about, yeah. Yeah. Like on the first day, he just said no politics here. And I was like, thank the Lord. That's Anthropology 102. Information system 101, econ 102. Um, math 132, which is my last math class. And then trying to find out what's the fifth one. Shoot. Let me look at my schedule, man. Shoot. Yeah, I got some anthropology classes and like they're all like just so like left leaning like and and their language and like the topics we go over and the stuff we talk about like and it's irritating because it makes me want to drop them classes because I just hate fucking talking about some soft shit 24-7. Mm -hmm. But those classes are so easy. So like half of me is like take it, bro. I mean, might as well. Yeah. Easy A. I mean, yeah. for me, Anthropology 102 is an easy A, so I'm taking it, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't really care about pride as much as when it comes to that. And then, oh yeah, Communications 101. Yeah. But. Oh. Yeah. Talk about, mm -hmm. How do you think uh, college has been so far? Like, is it what you expected, mm -hmm. or is it? Definitely, is it I think. For me, it's what I expected it to be simply because I'm shaping myself to what I want it to be. I'm not I'm not just going to college and then going home. I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm networking with people. Um, doing the little things. I'm helping people out, helping people get to where they can get. And I'm giving hands um, simply because that that's something that I like doing, bro. I'm, I view myself as someone that 
was born with true like natural point guard skills and you know kind of like lebron i can fit into any system that can change simply because i'm willing to do what it takes to change and willing to help others out to help get there and so it's like for some people if they're doing bad at college let me tell you bro like that's your problem man i think you literally are spending thousands of dollars why would you just go home go to school and go home exactly. what's the point of that and i never get that stigma i never get it uh it's you know it's not what you think it is kids it's what you make it yeah it really is it really is <laughs> yeah but that's what's up man i'm happy to hear that you're doing good in college uh, I, see, I saw on LinkedIn that you just got like this what internship position you want to tell us a little bit about that okay so my first accounting internship position is at Robin Hood Israel Foundation bro it's a great internship um so I've been doing a little bit of data entry putting in um bank statements and practicing on just uh, generated modules of these bank statements into excel and so i've been using excel a lot and with that like i'm starting to kind of see where i fit in in this accounting industry whether or not i like it so so far i've been liking it and so far i can see myself doing that for the rest of my life and then grow on from that because naturally my goal is i, I once again, I like sticking to facts and statistics. If 25% of CEOs are accountants, that's the road I'm willing to take to become a CEO. And that's one of the other thing that we'll get into once we talk about the whole posing thing, because it's just a huge, I think it's just a huge um, misconfusion that's going on. And me and my uh, my bros donovan jones we were just talking about that he was saying because he was said that um a lot of people will have like entrepreneur on their instagram bio but aren't selling a damn thing and can't really sell anything but they'll just have it on there just to have it on there versus the ones that are really doing it don't even have it on there and so he talked about you guys and he was like yeah i went on andre's bio and i didn't see it and i was like well i mean you know when i look when you think of andre he's a dude that is actually doing something and actually wants to put it forward you know there's so much that people nowadays do which is they just say it right i don't care if you say it dude anybody can say i'm the fastest in the world okay are you faster than usain bolt no okay so then you're just saying it yeah me and tommy were talking about this yesterday we were yeah. like so many people are trying to create a false image on yeah. social media just because they don't have an image in real life and i and like with me personally, everybody that knows me in real life knows that like I'm doing this MDA shit dead serious. So I ain't got to put it in a bio. I mean, I'll put like MDH in the bio just because like yeah. that's what I'm repping, but I'm not going to sit up here and throw entrepreneur in your face. I don't like personally, I don't even say I'm an entrepreneur. I just yeah. say I'm running, I'm running a company or whatever. Because to me, like you said, entrepreneurs become such a saturated term. Like it's like everybody's using it. Like, you know, you got people that are now like, black entrepreneurship club or whatever and it's just like i mean it's cool like i, I respect you you know running your business but yeah, let's not just throw the label loosely around like we do with a lot of other things mm. yeah and like to build off of that it's like this posing is almost becoming like a natural thing in society we see it in everything like just for instance entrepreneur is taking the meaning away from some things like there's so many posing skaters. There's so many posing entrepreneurs, posing emo kids, posing cool kids, whatever. Like there's so many people posing, trying to be something that they're not instead of just embracing what they are and appreciating who they are and what they actually like. And it's like, I don't even like putting that entrepreneur tag on me yet because I feel like I haven't done enough to deserve that tag. Same thing with skating. I don't like when people call me a skater or refer to me as a skater, because one, it's not like I'm just a skater. And two, I feel like I haven't put in enough work and done the things that I need to do to really be called a skater and like really deserve that tag, if you know what I mean. You know, um, I was watching this interview and Nakel Smith was like, they asked him like what he is. He was like, he started off, I'm a human being. And I was like, bro, that's after all the labels he could have put on himself. He was like, I'm a human being first, which is I feel like we forget because there's so many labels put on us. 
And it's not even us doing it to ourselves. It's like, like you said, people call you a skater. You don't necessarily call yourself a skater. People will see you skating and be like, oh, that's a skater right there. But you don't even feel like, I feel the same way when, um, I mean, with skating too, but like now that I just started doing like the fighting stuff, like, I don't even know what to call myself. Cause I like, I'm also saying I'm a fighter, like no. Cause I don't feel like I've done enough. Like I haven't been in a ring like that or nothing. So I definitely get what you're coming from with that. Mm. And I think um, in the world that we live in, people forget how dangerous it is to, you know, put those labels on yourself when you're really not it. Cause the yeah. moment you meet someone that is actually that, you kind of cower. And it goes back to a reference of like, you know, there are so many rats that think they're lions in this jungle, but they're really just rats in a lion teddy bear outfit. You know, it's all fun and games till you run into a lion and he actually eats you up. And people never think of it that way. And so when I look at it from that perspective, I always look at it, okay, well, you know, what am I? What do I stand for? I'm Hoffman Mazu and I stand for the good things that I want to do for Hoffman Mazu. I have a plan and I have a purpose. I've written most of my dreams down in a journal. I wish I could show it, but it's more private. I'll probably send you guys a picture of it on Snapped on, yes, SC later on. But at the end of the day, it's like, why pose for something you're not? You know, why, why say you're something when you're really not it? What's wrong with just saying, I just do this? Who, who, who are you trying to impress so hard? Exactly. And like, that's the thing with these tags. Why, like, like you said, Andre, kind of going off of what Nakel said, why are we so quick to tag people? Like, why does this person got to be a doctor or this person got to be a CEO or this person got to be a skater, a violinist, whatever? Why can't we all just be human beings first and then see where we align with? Because somebody can be a janitor for work, but be the best beat maker you know. But if they come at you with the tag saying, yeah, I'm a janitor, not only are you not going to take them seriously, you're probably going to think less of them than someone who's like, yeah, I'm a CEO, but in their free time, they enjoy, I don't know, being a pedophile. Or something. I, I just want to think of something terrible. But you get what I mean. Like yeah. you understand the the correlation I'm trying to make. I was gonna say like I like how you said that, and also like how us as MDH, we're not trying to put a label on anything we do. That's like when people ask us, like I don't really know what to say because like I want to really like blow the word label out of. I mean, blow a label out of the water. Like I, I even exactly. myself, like I don't want to just be a skater. I don't want to just be a whatever a, a student. Like I want to be everything that I could possibly be. Exactly. So where there's no way you can put a label unless you write down a whole list of labels. But there's no one label you can give me. Exactly, and it's like the crazy thing is, all of us are talented at multiple things. Like Bob, uh, I mean Hoffman, you're doing this business thing, this entrepreneurship, this internship. You're going this accounting. You're going down this route right now. But I bet there's so many people who don't know that you got a nice ass voice and you can sing and you was in choir for all these years. And you can play soccer. You, yeah, that you can play soccer, that you're fastest fuck. I remember you dusted me in the 100. <laughs> like they don't even know that. So when they come to you and they're treating you just how they would treat a, a CEO or an accountant or a business person, they're they're kind of putting you in a box and they're not even expecting right. you to be anything else. All they're expecting you to be able to do is that, which is cool because then you get to come back and surprise them and punch them in the mouth. But the thing that sucks about that is when they might need stuff from a different area of life, they won't come to you because they're not thinking of you as anything more than an accountant. They're not thinking of Andre as anything more than a student. They're not thinking of me you know, or all three of us as any mo anything more than black people. So it's like, you always see, they're trying to put people in boxes and categorize them. Yeah. And the thing that's so dangerous with that is that, um, that goes back to uh, like, uh, it wasn't really, an ex this is gonna be an example, but this is actually, it's not really an example because it happened in real life. I, um, you guys remember Kelly and so she she asked me the question. She was like, um, who would you choose if uh, two of us were falling? Would you choose, would you rather go with, would you rather save her or Tommy? And then I told her I'd rather save Tommy simply because he knows me more than you know me. And she was like, but I know you. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. You only know this part of me. Yes. And 
so many people only know, you know, the educated Hoffman. You don't know what Hoffman does outside of school. You don't know what Hoffman's like outside of school. You don't know the bad or the good that he's done outside of school. So don't automatically fully claim you know someone because that's also very dangerous because you might not know what if Hoffman's a snake. You might not know. And it comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, that's that that's very dangerous. That's super dangerous because like let's just say like just just speaking in 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 uh I forgot the word. <laughs> like let's just say Tommy, like me and him are really good friends, but let's just say Tommy's a pedophile and I don't know that. So I'm sitting up here promoting him on fucking Zoom with him, acting like I know him to death, but he's a pedophile. And then that taints my name just as much as it taints his because even if I didn't know anything about the pedophilia, he's still, we're still on the same platform. We're still running the same thing. So like, like you said, that's a very dangerous thing to just act like you know people and to act like people know you. Yeah, you never truly know a person until you see them at their highest point and at their lowest point. When they're real mad, real sad, that's when people's true emotions come out and the true person they have, the true personality that they have shows itself because you know, people can't mask, uh, can't keep the mask on when those, when they're angry, you know, they're not going to sit here and, well, I don't know, some people might be just cold like that, but for the most part, nobody's going to sit here mad as fuck and still be acting the same way they did, they do when everything's going perfectly for them. So not only, you know, in reference to thinking, you know, people, even with yourselves, don't think you know yourself because you know yourself when you're always happy. Because that same self, because when you're mad, that's that same self, that's the same you. And you got to work on you when you're mad, when you're mad. You got to work on you when you're sad. You got to work on you when you hit all these other different emotions because all of that creates you and you're wonderful as long as you're the one controlling your emotions and not letting your emotions control you. Let's go. Yeah, that was, was cold. Gonna, that was cold. That was cold, bro. I was gonna say, pay attention to when this is like not as serious, but pay attention to people when they're drunk or when they're they're not sober, because that's also a time when the real one comes out. A person will person will act will be sober around you, act like they totally love you, get drunk, and then act like they fucking hate you. And that's they really do hate you. They just finally got to remove that little screen door that was in the way. So now they can express their emotions without fear. So pay attention to that. And one thing I remember um, telling Kelly's older sister is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hero, okay? I, I've never portrayed myself as a hero, you know? I have my villain side and I have my heroic side. What you see is mainly my heroic side because the people that I'm real with, I can talk to them literally about anything. You know, we, one, two, three, all of us here, why are we here? Because we can talk about anything. We can do that. We can't do this around certain people simply because, you know, we hop on a higher conscious of thinking. They're not going to be able to hop on that. So their way to hop on that is using anger, fear, or just crying. An emotional outburst simply because they don't know how to do reach that level of consciousness so it's very very like for me it's very very hard to talk to be people about this versus like i can talk to the things like this about with donovan i can talk to them about things like this with you two because some people you just can't talk to them about it they don't have that mindset to oh maybe there's a different side of thinking no they just have okay this is my way or the highway and that's the issue too Exactly. And like, that's when you learn that maturity is like being able, if somebody is in your face telling you something, you know, they wrong. Maturity is just being like, you know what, you're right and walking away. Because there's no use talking to that brick wall. Because all you're doing is waste, you know, you're right. You know, you're a thousand percent right. And you know, they're a thousand percent wrong. But all you're doing is wasting your energy because they're not they're not going to understand. It's not going to click for them because they're not on that higher consciousness. They're not on that higher vibration. So they're not going to understand all the information that you're trying to give them or all the information that's coming in. They're just not going to get it. It's not going to click. 
And there was another thing that you said that I like, and it was, it was basically like about the same thing, but what's crazy is now, fuck, I, I'm going to get it back, but go ahead, Andre. I know you was about to say something. I wasn't, but I, I, I'll stir something up real quick. Um, Yeah, it's important to like, just want to know, it's important to know when to walk away from any situation. Like, I remember Joe Rogan, me and Tommy talked about this, talked about this all the time. We'll be like, Joe Rogan will probably beat up any nigga that he brings on this show. And like, he'll be arguing with him. But it's like, even though Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan knows he can beat their ass, like he still keeps his calm and keeps his composure. So it's like, even if you do have the power to really embarrass that person or really hurt their feelings because they're hurting yours or they're trying to hurt yours, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it because then you're just stooping down to their level when there's really no, there's no good that's going to come out of that. You're, there's just going to be two people that's hurt. Exactly. And I, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, uh, Hoffman, to the point you were making, like, there's a lot of people that, like, literally on this campus that hate me right now all because I'm a free thinker and I have my own voice and I say what the fuck I want to on my platform. So it's like, you're always going to have those haters that will literally come to your platform, come to your area, listen to what you got to say, and then still hate on you from afar though. Not, not, none of these people let them, me know that they hate me, but bro, I, I'm telling you, just hate hating for no reason because they can't understand the things that you're trying to express. I mean, I, I have a lot of different opinions from almost everybody, you know, us three uh, specifically, we share a lot of the same opinions, but we still differ on some things. We still think differently about some things. And like, I'm not the type of person who's going to put down your opinion because at the end of the day, believe what you, what you want to believe. I, I honestly do not care. I mean that so sincerely. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I, I respect your right to live how you want to want to and like to believe what you want to believe. But at the same time, you got to respect my right to do the same thing. And like, there's so many people that will be like, yeah, I respect your right to do anything or to say anything or whatever, but they really don't because as soon as you go some, as soon as you say or do something that's against the majority or against the popular agenda, then they're attacking you. Then you're this, then you're a Nazi, then you're that, you're all just, all, just all this stuff you're cooning hella shit but mm -hmm. and so you know when when we talk about difference of opinion this is where we're going to enter the red pill which i call the manosphere and this is men waking up and saying look i'm tired of selling myself to a woman right and giving everything to her so the way I learned about the red pill was through like Steph is called Kevin Samuels and all these other guys. And so one of the things that they specifically say is they'll say things like, okay, you know, they'll say stuff like a man and a woman can't be friends. And that's already been scientifically proven. We can't simply because nine times out of 10, one gender is going to like the other or the other is going to like the other. Right. Now let's move past that. Right. We look at standards nowadays. Kevin Samuels always asks a woman, right? What do you rate for self? Rate yourself on looks, right? From a scale from one to 10. Take away the number seven. What do you rate yourself from one to 10? Most women's on his shows always rate themselves six, five, and four. Damn. Now, hold on. That's their level, right? Now, let's say these women want a man that's making six figures. So you're average at best, but you want a top 10%. Do you see, do you see how that doesn't work? And he tries to explain to them that like a man making six figures, no matter what his height is, he's going to have options. And nine times out of 10, you're not even top 50. <laughs> And it hurts a lot of women, but guess what? This is the truth that needs to be heard to them. Because in this world now, we're telling um, obese, obese, you know what? That they're beautiful. They're not. <laughs> you two can laugh, but are they? 
not to be. I'm sure there's somebody else they are, but but no, I I get what you're saying. I I definitely do. And so many, you know, women that come that are overweight or over the age of 30 and are single or single mothers will be like, oh well, I want a high value man now. Um, first you don't fit the shape. You had you slept with someone who left you with kids. And now you want a man to take care of someone else's kids. Do you know what lions do when they come and try to take a lioness away with a lioness that already has kids? Do you know what the lion does? He comes and he kills every other kid that she's made it, that she made with the other lion. Damn. Yep, lions do that. They don't play. So now we're coming into the real sense, right? A kid in America from the ages of 1 through 18 costs three hundred thousand dollars now so you mean to tell me i have to take care of someone's kid and i should be okay with that simply because you messed up when you were young but i didn't and i was working hard and i got here through working hard and i'm i'm laughing because like what you're saying is it should be common sense like but it's almost regarded as taboo sense like oh yeah, this makes sense, but we don't want to say stuff that makes sense anymore because it might hurt somebody's feelings. And like, we're slowly going into an age where it's like the standards for women are getting lower and lower and the standards for men are getting higher and higher. You see, he got to be 6'3". Yeah. Drive a foreign but, but here's the thing, but here's the thing. This is what um on the Roommates podcast, this woman who's on the manosphere uh i forgot her name but she came on the remains podcast and she said if a man desired the standard that women have not a single woman would still be in line simply because they wouldn't be able to reach it mm. you know i'll wait were you gonna say something else Hoffman? no go ahead go ahead i, I was gonna say i feel like that the reason why the standards are so low is just because a lot of men are, are setting their stand. Like, I'm not, it's not necessarily the women's fault. Yeah. To me, it's mostly the men's fault because if the men were to set their standards high and stop messing with these low down girls, the girls would, either, would have no choice but to go lesbian or improve themselves. So it's really our fault for being dumb and thinking with our, our, our penis head instead of this head and just constantly going for the first catch that we can get. Exactly. And like, just like you said about the obesity like people are calling those people beautiful and like we're laughing about it but it's really dudes out here that will go and have sex with an obese girl and act like and not even really love her like if you really love the obese girl then that's one thing but if you acting like you love her and you plan her and then you fuck her and then you leave then you then that that's a terrible thing and that's why the standards is such is in a jumble right now is because you have men who can't control themselves and you have women who think that they're good enough just because you have a a low vibrational male feeding into you exactly yeah and that's the other thing like you see on social media or even when we were in high school all the most ugliest bitches and i'm not saying you know i think everybody's beautiful in their own way but when i say ugly i mean personality you know shit they're wearing how they're acting that's, oh, no, no. That's what phase I mean. two, phase two. Yeah, Put that phase two is definitely in there. But that's what I mainly mean. And like all these ugly people would be the ones that are getting most hyped up, think they're the baddest, think that they're just on. And it's because us dudes are hyping them up and they think that they got all this game because we're hyping them up because we know they're the easiest. <laughs> so we'd rather just take the easy route instead of, you know, work hard and try and get somebody who's actually deserving of what we have, we'd rather take the easy out, fuck the easy bitch, which is just gonna make all these girls that are really worth it, look at these other girls and be like, wow, they're getting all these guys. So I'm gonna become like them. I'm gonna lower myself, lower my vibration, get like them because they're obviously winning. They got all these dudes on. Mm-hmm. So like you said, Andre, it is, it's a battle between us uh, men and women. It's both of our faults at the end of the day because, you know, uh, Hoffman, I was talking about this with some of my dormmates yesterday and like, <laughs> they made me think about you. And I was like, 
we are the catch. The men are the catch. Yeah, we, we definitely are. And marry a woman. We are the protectors, the providers, whatever. We're the prize. That's what exactly. Kevin Samuel says every prize. day. But in these years right now, women have all the power. If you're over here thinking with your little head and not your big, your actual head. Mm-hmm. So women, they know they have this power. Mm-hmm. So they either will they will continue acting like that lower vibration self, mm-hmm. but they'll act too bougie at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then that's just pushing guys to just keep going for lower and lo- lower people. So it's like a continuing Continu- cycle. Continuous cycle. And so to that, one of the things I also asked Kelly, because I talked to her about this, I asked her, you know, if we take away, you know, a lot of women's vagina, what do they have to offer? Thanks. Just a mouth. <laughs> like if you were to take away. No, 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 no. I'm being for real. It's like. Yeah, no. I, and I she, in her response was like, "Well, some people have personality," and I was like, "Don't say some. Say one third, or better, one ninth have personality. The rest are just." And it hurts to say that, but this is the point blank fact. And and especially nowadays, where like. Uh, social media personalities are so common. Now it's like you have one person that's like famous who has their personality, but you got 20,000 girls trying to be like them. So they all got the same personality. So Look the exact same, talk the exact same, dress the exact exactly. same. So it's and like expect you, the same exact standards. So it's like you may have a personality, but it's not really your personality. You're just trying to copy somebody else using their lingo, using everything about them. Exactly. And like for guys, we say we're attracted to whatever this this female, but are you attracted to her or are you just attracted to the celebrity she's trying to make herself look like? Mm-hmm. So that's why we need to get away from focusing on this 3D realm and just focusing on what somebody look like and some pussy or some dick or whatever. We need to stop focusing on the physical and really start trying to focus on the mental and intellectual and, and the emotional connections we make with people because at the end of the day all of us are going to look old and crinkly in however many years so these looks isn't going to be here for you know after the next 20 especially yeah 20 30 40 whatever years these looks aren't going to be here so if you go over here just trying to judge who you want off of looks you're going to be fucking sad as hell with somebody you don't connect with at all in 60 years with hella kids and a house and y'all just bickering back and forth and y'all staying together because y'all think y'all are supposed to stay together when in actuality y'all never loved each other at at all because y'all don't even know one who each other was or who yourself really was facts yeah and yeah no go ahead i was gonna say especially like if you're in high school because I now that I've I've graduated and I've seen like the progression of females through high school, 95% of the girls that's bad in high school, that's their peak. And in 99% of them that stick in high school, once they graduate, they get fat. So if you're in high school looking for the baddest girl, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's the baddest they're gonna look. After after senior year, they're gonna digress. I promise you. They're gonna get pregnant. And before before I even hop. Um, I think I will forever remember this quote by Tommy. He said this when he looked at the Valley uh, Award Ceremony. He said, wow, I really wasted my time on some of these females who did exactly nothing. For real. And I wasn't even just, you know, talking about and he was how they look. I was he talking was mainly, yeah, stats. mainly like, exactly. He was stats. Yeah. But and it's I, like, they no, have nothing to show for themselves other than how how good of a picture they can take. Mm. And and the worst part is that, like, you know, Tommy, at some point with some of those girls, he had to actually put in work, when in reality, they had nothing to offer. So why make Tommy put in work? Like, why make Tommy put in work if you have nothing to offer? Exactly. Just because you look good? Like, nah, not shawty. That's not cutting that, cutting it no more. And my thing is, like, now, how I'm carrying myself and, like, how I approach any situation, especially ones with females, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
you know, one, you got to be deserving of my time at this point. And that's not even on no cocky shit. That's not even on some, I just think I'm all that. It's just like a lot of y'all are out here wasting time just talking in circles about bullshit. And I'm not about to sit here and act like, you know, I'm engaged in these conversations when y'all like aren't offering me nothing, you know, like y'all aren't doing nothing for yourselves. How are you going to do something for me? You know, if you're not putting yourself first, how, how is anybody going to put you first? So that's why like y'all, we really got to sit back and look at the people we're giving attention and ask, are we giving this person attention because they deserve it and they're feeding into my life in a good way? Or are we giving them attention because they might look good, but they're actually just taking away from my positivity and just tearing down on my mood every single day. And some of the most like jaw dropping is that like nine times out of 10 nowadays, because of, you know, the social media realm, right? More and more men, and we're seeing this, are leaving the marriage realm. They're leaving the relationship realm. Some of them don't want to do anything with even a woman even though they're straight, right? But what's happening is, let's say, right, we all get to where we want to get. What can a woman really offer you? And it's like, you're supposed to be the nurturer, right? They're supposed to be the nurturers because that's what they are in nature. But some of them can't even do that. Some of them can't do that. But, but you want all, all of this. And so there was a question on a podcast where this man said, why would you as and he asked to his wife on youtube i'm probably going to send you guys this link where he said why did you ask for marriage when you knew with marriage came me wanting to have sex with you they're not having sex. not a lot and he said it point blank out in front of the camera on youtube and you know what his wife was she was like well i didn't know but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a t- Now, before you guys hop on, this was his answer. So then why did you ask for a marriage? And what's she said? She couldn't respond. She just said, oh, well. And she just looked at the camera and said, oh, well. And then said, like, and then. The- care of. But what? at the same time, it's like. What I'm seeing is that now that we're high over hyping some people with low no value at all a lot of people want to be like the no value people where i don't have to bring any value to the table i can just stand there and it's all good me as a point guard me as a point guard i don't want to play with the shooting guard that's just going to stand there what are you going to do you're just going to stand there so if we win by 90 points you get credit why you just stood there yeah, and that's like one of the, the most famous sayings, stay there and look pretty. And it's like, yeah, nah, you don't need to stay there. You need to do something and do something with your life. And look pretty at the same time. Yo, 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 we are back from our first commercial break. Back to talk about these sorry ass niggas. Tommy, you can go ahead and start it off. You know. Uh, kind of off the same tip we was on uh, before the break. You know, we was focusing a lot of, uh, on women at the end of that, you know, section. But now we're going to get on fellas, you know, because we are not freed of, of blame. We are definitely a lot to blame for a lot of stuff going on. And the sooner we realize that and the sooner we take our power back and take our position back in the world, then that's when, you know, shit might end up start looking how it used to or like shit won't just be fucking crazy how it is right now. Because right now there's like a lot of crazy shit going on. There's a lot of shit people are saying is normal that we all know is not fucking normal. But we got to sit here and act like it's normal because if we say it's not, then we're all these names and we're basically fucking hit with So okay. and uh, now. Austin, you know, yeah, um, we went from now, we went from women, and now we go to our small forwards, which is the men. Here's my issue. You're not shooting, or you're not dropping 25 a night, you're dropping two points a night, but you want everything that the guy that's dropping 27 a night has. 
you want what the guy that's averaging 30 a season has, but you're averaging two points, shooting 13% from the field goal and 5% from three. And you're taking 15 shots a night. Yo. That's some trash ass stats. But here's the, you know, the comparison that it has and the similarities. Why are you trying to be something you're not, guys? Why are you trying to be a thug when you know you're not a thug? You're not a thug. Bro, literally, everybody in high school, you're not a thug. Just grow up. For real. And, like, the real thugs are not in school. Exactly. If you go to school every day, bro, you're not a thug. I'm sorry. (laughs) And the thing that hurts it even more, you're doing it to impress a girl. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, but a lot of people, they're doing it just to impress other guys, like to impress, you know, to fit in. And it's like, who told you that it was cool to sit here and act like you're something you're not? Sit here and and gangbang when you don't know shit about Crips or Bloods. You don't know none of the fucking gangs. All you know is the name Crip or Blood and you think you gangbanging. Who told you that was cool? Like, who told you that was all right? Who told you you needed to do that to be something in life? Because that's really not the case at all. And then, you know, the guys that are working through, you know, that are putting in the work, that's the one we're shaming. Those are the guys we're shaming and those are the ones that we go at. You know, those are the guys that are self, that are quote unquote, the cocky people, you know? And I remember high school, I got, the, that label so much but I you know everything that I wanted to do I did and I had a plan and I executed the plan last time we were here I said we were we're right now we're currently right now I think Tommy said we're at the cheetah level right or I said we're at the cheetah level we're fast but we're not strong yet we're mm-hmm. not strong yet Yes, that, that's that's huge. Yes, we're not strong yet. And how I look at it right now, if we were an NBA team, we would be the Houston Rockets. We have, you know, there's Christian Wood and all these other guys. We got our Bradley Bills, all, not Bradley Bill, um, John Wall, right? We're right now the Rockets. We're not Christian Wood. We're not John Wall. We're DeMarcus Cousins, right? He can do a little bit of stuff, but he can still get you points. But you see, do you know one thing about DeMarcus Cousin you don't see as much anymore? Him coming out and bragging about things that he doesn't do. But what we'll, what we'll see now is if, imagine if Lonzo Ball, right, came out and said, I want a superstar contract. <laughs> do you know how ridiculous that would look like? <laughs> do you know how oh, ridiculous that would look like? But that's the type of guys we have now. That's the type of men we have now where they'll come out and be like, I want a superstar contract. And then they'll be like, okay, you know, the gatekeeper will ask him, all right, how much points are you averaging? Five points. How many assists? One. How many rebounds? Zero. Okay, what's your three-point percentage? Just easy 11%. And then the gatekeeper is going to be like, oh, what? That's crazy. Hey, turn around. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's like so fact though, because like we often make fun of the people that are actually putting in the work, actually, you know, grinding, you know, whether it be just working out and basketball and whatever. We'll make fun of the people that's going that extra mile trying to get themselves better, but then turn around and this is going back, you know, kind of to the posing thing pose and act like we're already that person. We act like we're already the LeBrons. We're already the KDs. We're already the whatever good football player, you know, there is. We're already all of them. Yeah, the Brady's, whatever. The McGregor's, the Khabib's. We'd rather sit here and act like we're like them than to actually work and to become like them. And that's so crazy to me because, you know, all of everybody that you think is famous and so talented or whatever, we all started off, if not at the same spot, facts. near the same spot. Facts, talent. facts. You know, people might have talent, but that doesn't mean they didn't have to work their ass off to get mm-hmm. where they wanted to be. You know, mm-hmm. hard work will always be talent. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, you might That's have facts. a little, 
you might have a little nice voice, but if you're not singing every day, somebody who did what wasn't born with a nice voice can, can beat come you. up from behind you and and win American Idol or what what the fuck ever. So my yeah, my point is like we're over here idolizing people that put in the hard work, but then making fun of people who are at step one or maybe even step ten of putting in that hard work, and then we're over here at negative step thirty. <laughs> acting like we're on the same level the people that put on that hard work and what people don't understand is not only is that you not only is you just posing and creating a false image of yourself it's disrespecting the people who actually had to go through those trials and tribulations to get to where they are because you're over here well thinking that you're getting all the things from that they're getting from all the hard work that they put in and you but don't deserve it. You're not you're not gonna be happy with shit you have if you honestly know you don't deserve it. Facts. Yeah. And Facts. and and I wanna say like a lot of people think talent is what gets you is what gets you places. And and people are jealous because people have certain talents, but it's like let's just I'm gonna just bring up Frank Ocean, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Great singer, yeah. but he's obvious, I mean I not a lot of people are going to say he's the greatest male singer of all time, No, but he makes fantastic music because he puts the work in to perfect his craft and to make it sound different. So if you're just born with a good voice, but you don't know how to put a good song together or make it sound different from somebody else. Like you can do a cover of somebody else's song. That's not going to get you paid a lot. No. Just because you can sing. And like, I remember kind of like a lot of people are born with like freakish power. Like, I don't know if you guys know who De- Deontay Wilder is, that one fighter who yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. brain out you. Like, that is probably something he was born with. But <laughs> I remember Conor McGregor in his interview, he was like, precision beats power and timing beats speed. <laughs> so it's like, you got to practice. And, and even if you have talent, like, you have to practice to mature that talent. You feel me? Like, just because LeBron could jump out the gym don't mean he could dunk, right? It don't mean he could dunk on somebody. He could just dunk or touch the rim. So I mean, you—it's all about hard work. Shout out to Rock Lee. Put out, put in them ten thousand hours, and, and that's where it's like, why are we? And it's like, why, why are we moving to the point where making fun of hard work is okay? Mm-hmm. Making fun of the people that are actually doing it is okay. And that's where, like, I texted a friend of mine where I ended up telling him or her, you know, if you could do this. If you're complaining about this right now, what makes you think, you know, you can be at a certain level if you're complaining now? So many people probably now want to be entrepreneurs, right? Right. Entrepreneur day. They have it on their logo, on their labels, on Instagram, letting everybody know that they're entrepreneurs, hustlers, um, go-getters, all these labels, right? But you don't even come close to the label at all. And that's also very dangerous. And it's like, why? What what type of what type of small forwards gets up out of his bed, says, "I'm averaging five points. I should go for a superstar contract." Mm-hmm. I'm averaging five points. I think I deserve. No, no, no. I think. It should be a need of me to have it. Yeah, I deserve. I deserve a superstar contract. Okay. Then, you know, let's say the gatekeeper meets them again, right? The guy that's averaging five points. Well, Hoffman and Andre and Tommy over there, they're averaging 17 points, shooting 43% from the field goal and 32% from three. And now, you know, we're looking at the other guy and the other guy goes, well, well I can do what they do. And then the gatekeeper goes, well, you're averaging five points. But I can do what they do. Gatekeeper repeats, you're averaging five points. Stop saying you can do what somebody can do and do it. Just do it. Like, so many people are caught up saying, oh, I can do that. And since I know I can do that, I'm not going to do it. Well, you don't know that you can do it until you actually try and do it. So, like, you can be like, yeah, I know I can skate, but I don't want to fall, so I'm not going to do it. Well, you don't know how to skate then because you're too scared to even 
have the possibility the of failing happen. You're too scared of what you don't know. You're too scared of the unknown to actually be able to fail and then progress. Because, you know, I was writing a song today, you know, getting back on that. But I was like, I, one of the verses was, I said, I'm always winning and I'm always losing. Because if you're not trying, because if you're trying, then you got to lose. And like, I just thought about like all these rappers, they'll be like, yeah, I'm always winning. I'll never lose all this and that. And that's because just because they're only trying things that they know they're going to win at and that, that they know they're going to succeed at. And if you're busy doing that, you can never truly get better just as an overall human being, as an overall person, because you'd rather stay in one lane that you know you're going to hit the shot. You, you'd rather stay in one spot that you know you're going to hit that three, that you know you can count on to, to hit that shot instead of changing around the, the behind the line to a place where you might miss, but you'll eventually get better at hitting a shot from there. It's yeah. like the corner shooters. Yeah, y'all can shoot from the corner, but what else can you do? Can't <laughs> dribble, can't do shit else but shoot a fucking corner three. But you want to be a star. You want the star contract. You want to be the star player. And like, hoping this, uh, this uh, uh, metaphor you're using about star, star contracts, it made me think about a question that was asked in one of my uh, classes. And it was like, who's your favorite superhero? And to that, I replied, well, I think I, I'm my favorite superhero. That's good. I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and idolize somebody else when I know I have all the powers to not only be like them, but to be better than them. So why are we sitting here? We'd rather sit around and point, oh, LeBron's my favorite player. Oh, oh, uh, uh, this is my favorite artist or this is my favorite superhero, whatever, instead of putting in the work and becoming who little kids can look up and be like, yeah, I want to be like him. That's my favorite superhero. Be who you wanted, be who you looked up to when you was a little kid because you know, we need more of that in the world. We, as, as little kids, yeah, we looked up to the LeBrons. We looked up to the whatever, the Jay-Zs, whoever, the Beyonce's, whoever at the top of their game in their industry. We looked up to them, but we also were looking for people that were nice, that were kind, that were genuinely good people. Yeah. And we can't necessarily correlate goodness to fame, at least not in this society, or to mastery. So be that person, be that role model that other people can look at and be like, I want to be like that. Because if you're being that person and more people are saying they want to be like you, that's just a creating a better society, even if it's one person at a time. Yeah, that's why in our um, last podcast, you know, I encourage that I wish American children got to watch anime at a young age so they can understand the importance of hard work. The main character of Demon Slayer, you know, Tommy said, you know, right now, the level I'm at, I'm not good enough. His sister is a vampire. His sister is a literal demon. Other Demon Slayers might want to kill her. If he's not strong enough to tell them, hey, no, 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 she's a good one. What happens? What happens? She's dead. Of course, character plot is always going to be there. But what if, you know, plot twist, he says no character plot this time. Yeah, and one thing I noticed about anime, and I'm not like a huge anime fan, but you know, I, I dibble and dabble with the schnabble, but like, with the exception of Dragon Ball Z, most of the main characters are weak when they start off. Like, Goku, but, but Goku, but it's realistic, yeah, but like, even Naruto, like, Naruto, even though he has. Uh, the nine tails inside of him, this nigga was still weak as fuck. Like, he was like yeah. lowest in his class, but like, he still had like, even though he had that inside him, that talent or whatever you want to say, it still had to mature and still get worked on. And he had to work harder than a lot. I mean, I'm not gonna say everybody on the show because oh, Rock Lee, yeah, Rock Lee worked hard. I mean, they all really worked hard to be honest. Yeah. There was no nigga that just came out the room, except for maybe like. Except for maybe Itachi, that nigga. Yeah, dude. But still, I like, think... he had to work hard because he had to become strong enough to slay his whole village. 
yeah, to kill his own clan. But yeah. that's more of emotional versus physical. Yeah. Itachi was a born prodigy. That's one of the many things that the Hokage say that no, uh, there's no other, there's no other ninja that will ever be Itachi Uchiha. And the amount of strategic and you know physical and emotional appeal that he had is just something that you can never see. He's an anomaly. Everyone else in the show is not an anomaly, especially Rockley. What yeah. did Rockley do? Determination and hard work. Yeah, what did Naruto guy, do? What did uh yeah, my guy as well. What did Naruto have to do? I had I have to control this fox. Because mm -hmm. if I if I don't control this fox, I'm either gonna one die, two be out of control. And Tommy, you know, this is referencing back to your own point where people who don't know how to control their own emotions, mm. they don't take it like that. When we're moving, right? We're moving as if if we don't do this now, I'm gonna die. Is that how you move? Is that how you move? Some people don't move like that, bro. I move as if Mark Cuban said this, you have to work as if somebody's trying to take your job. Bro. And normally that somebody is a better version of you because you see him in the mirror every day and he's laughing from the other world. Yeah. To me, the worst thing is not someone being better than you. It's knowing that you can be better than what you are right now. She didn't put in enough yeah. effort. Exactly. Like, I would never look at, I don't want to keep saying, I'll never look at Derrick Rose and be like, well, sucks that he's better than me. But I'll always look at myself in the mirror and be like, damn, I could have been so much better. All I had to do was just work out every day. But I wanted to be lazy and do some bullshit instead. To me, that is the worst pain that you could possibly feel. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I, I definitely... Second that. Go ahead, Tommy. I, I was just going to say, there's nothing worse than a regret-filled coffin. Like, you know, failing, it might hurt at the time, but when you 60 years down the line, you're not going to forget, remember the time that you failed, you know, at something you did at, when you were 20. But you're definitely going to remember all the things you didn't try that you wish you tried, but that you were too scared to actually do because you may have or may not have failed. So you didn't even give yourself the chance to fail. That's how scared a lot of people are. They won't even give themselves the chance to fail. They'll just already act like they're gonna fail and then just be content with it and be like, all right, well, I'm not gonna do that since I'm gonna be bad at it. I'm not gonna skate since I'm gonna fall. I'm not gonna play basketball since I can't make a layup right now. I'm not gonna do this, that, and the third because I don't want to fail and I don't want to be laughed at and I don't want this feeling of embarrassment. When at the end of the day, I mean, honestly, the people that are laughing at you are probably the lowest of the low because they are the posers. They are the ones that aren't doing shit for themselves because anybody who's really doing shit for themselves, one, they're not going to be paying attention to you to laugh at you because they're busy working on themselves, trying to get themselves better. And two, even if they are looking at you, they're not going to laugh because one, they knew that they were once at that novice position at the beginning stages. And two, they see the fire in you. They see that hard work. So they're already going to be, they're going to, you know, congratulate you for that. That's the step, first step, being able to put that hard work in, be able to have that fire because, you know, like, like you said, Andre, Naruto was born with the nine tail. Not everybody is born with the same fire, the same special ability you have. But if you don't work, you can have all this special ability you want. That don't mean that somebody who wasn't born with it can't be better than you. Yeah. And I always say, like, to your point, Tommy, like, a pro basketball, NBA player is not going to laugh at a kid missing a layup. The varsity right. high school team might. They might laugh at you, but look where they're an NBA player. Yeah, a pro skateboarder is not going to laugh at you trying to out. No. But, you know, some assholes down the street might. So it's like anybody that's in a position or or is is content with themselves enough, mm -hmm. they're not going to make fun of you. And the people that do just know that they're only doing that because there's a part of them that they hate more than they, more than they can express. And they got to take out their anger on you because they don't have the, the bravery – to really look at themselves in the mirror and be like, yeah, I suck. 109. That's a special number to me. 16. No, 109. 
I applied to 109 jobs for internships for accounting, rejected to all 109. The last two that I applied with, beginning halfway through my first semester, I got in. I look, I look at that number, bro, till this day, because I applied on Indeed. Rejected, 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 rejected. On the 110th and 11th, I got them. Yeah. Information system and an accounting internship. Through all that rejection, bro, if you can go through rejection like that, you're fine. Mm -hmm. If you can't, bro, don't come and talk to me about racing. Because yeah. I have some people, some students at UNLV who have me on LinkedIn and who say like, oh, hey, Hoffman, how's the accounting thing going on? How's the IT thing going on? Be like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then they'll ask like, oh, how did you, how did you get one? You know, it's hard for freshmen to get, to get an internship. And I just, I just look at them and go, oh, I just, I just applied, man. That's really it. And then they'll be like, no, but what else did you do? And I'll just be like, well, I applied. <laughs> Exactly. And like, that's like a perfect real life example of just keep trying because eventually you're going to hit that shot. You're going to get that job. You're going to be who you want to be, do what you want to do, get what you want to get. But sometimes you have to fail. You have to fail in order to progress. Yeah, you have now, to get Hoffman told you're not good enough. Exactly. If Hoffman would have sat and been like, after he got rejected by the first, or maybe let's say the first 10, or even the first 20, if he would have been like, wow, maybe I'm not good enough to be an accountant. He wouldn't have got this great opportunity where he's interning and learning all these things right now, where other people are looking up to him, even though he was just a couple weeks, a couple months ago on that same novice level they were. He wouldn't have he wouldn't be on that level if he wasn't if he wasn't failing and if he wasn't okay with failing, because what Hoffman knows is with all failures become lessons. You never lose because you're always learning something from every loss you get. Mm -hmm. So then, if everybody would have that mindset going into things, then you would see a lot of improvement not only in yourself but in your life uh, altogether. And one of the one of Tommy's first. Um people that added him on LinkedIn. She works for the Raiders stadium, a tour host, a great girl. She also was rejected a lot before she got to work for the Raiders stadium. And she's uh, internship and that's her internship slash job there. And she told me about a month ago from here that she got a full, full-time offer there for hospitality. Now imagine getting rejected a plethora of times just for that, bro. But how many people are willing to be rejected like that, bro? Yeah. That's facts. A That's lot of people facts though. A lot of people tuck their tails when they, you know, when they get rejected. Mine, Why? Mine get harder. You feel me? That, real? Because like that should just put more fire in you exactly. to prove all those people rejecting you wrong. Yeah, that that to me, like if I can't do something, huh. that makes me want to go and do it so much more. Like, I think that's why, like, I'm, I don't, like, I'm attracted to things that are, like, hard, because it's, that's like, good. if I can get it on the first try, like, then that, like. That's, that takes away the fun. Exactly. exactly. It takes away the journey. Like, it's not a war. It's just, okay, I can do it. But when yeah. you got to sit there and you, when you trying to learn how to do tricks or you trying to learn anything or trying to kick the bag and you hurt yourself and it hurts every time you do it and then you come back the next day and you got it, nothing could beat that. Literally, nothing could beat that. For real. Or like, like you said, for a trick, if you falling over and over, fucking your shit up, you twist your ankle, yeah. and then you go back and get the trick. That oh, is dude, the you, that, that must be ever. feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, because That's, it's like, like you said, you don't want to be able to get something on the first try. No, no. That just means that everybody can do it or that it's easy to do. So you didn't really do anything. But once you can truly do something that not a lot of people can do, or that maybe nobody can do because we're all original in our own way, then that's where you're like really going to feel good about yourself and that you're going to feel like you deserve the stuff that's coming to you. Because even if you get that five, that, that five year all-star contract mm -hmm. and you average in five points, you're not going to feel good about it because you know, you truly don't deserve that. 
Yeah, and people don't call you out on it too. Yeah, because people always call out people that don't work hard because they know, yo, you didn't make it here. You got lucky. Exactly. No, go ahead. I would say luck only only goes so far. And what's even funny to like the people that work hard, you know what I've never heard someone say? Oh, Elon Musk got lucky. (laughs) I've seen an interview where literally Elon Musk was about to cry because they told him, you know, even your idols that you look up to, like Neil Armstrong said, your idea of to go to space is crazy. Who's the billionaire now? Yeah, who's the second richest in the world now? Who's the billionaire? Him or Neil Armstrong? He is. And now his own idol is probably Biden the wall. Simply because he didn't believe. Yeah. And just like what Tommy says, we always make fun of the people that try, bro. Mm-hmm. But no, when they make it, then it's a shock. Then it's kind of like a huge really? shock. Oh, the earth just like stops its rotation. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what you guys give for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was beautiful. You know, Hoffman, I just want to thank you for coming on again. Yes, yeah. sir. I was glad I to be here. Conversation. You know, <laughs> these are those conversations that, that are slapping people up the side of the head. These are the things that you don't want to hear, but you need to hear if yeah. you want to get better and if you want to truly grow We're not hard, in, in whatever you're doing, but also as a person, just overall. And, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys had anything else y'all wanted to touch on or say, you know, I'll leave the floor open to y'all. God damn, fuck these niggas now on that. I'm going to say, um, in the end, to conclude, work hard, man. Um, Yes, you will fail maybe 100 plus times, dude. You'll get laughed at. You'll feel down. But guess what? As long as you know you can still keep going in that heart and that voice inside of you tells you keep going, keep going. Yeah. You may finish the race last, but at least you finish the race. Some yeah. people don't even step foot to take and race they don't y'all stay up man well i was gonna i was gonna say i I agree with everything you said one last thing be proud of yourself be proud of yourself know your value because that's why a lot of niggas is lost now trying to be something that they not know your and girls too but you feel me be yourself and know that that is good enough nice secure with yourself. This is MDH. Love you. Bye.